Hello and welcome to your weekly diary episode. Now, I know you're used to these coming to you from beautiful Byron Bay, but I've just moved to LA, so these episodes will now be coming to you from the land of dreams. I'll be sharing all things LA life, places I go, people I meet, and things I do, all in a bid to inspire you to have the courage to chase your own dreams. Big love from LA, the city of angels. Yaloha and welcome to your Friday Diary Pod, which is now coming to you from, well, technically quarantine, hotel quarantine in Australia. Uh, this episode, as if you've been here for a while, you'll know that the Friday episode is a diary check-in episode and today's episode is going to be a little bit of a split. It'll be my last few days in LA for the first bit of it and then I'm going to talk to you about how I flew home from LA, San Fran and then to Sydney and then I'm going to share a little bit about quarantine life with you as well and just as I set this recording up, I was delivered my lunch in quarantine, so I thought I might do a little unravel of quarantine lunch with you too because it looks really good. Okay, so made it to Australia. That was for people that were listening and part of the journey and whatnot, it was a really nerve-wracking time because it was my fourth flight that had been booked, so the first three were all cancelled or um, bumped. So bumped just means that you've been bumped off the flight due to the flight caps. So I th- uh, I'll talk about the flight in a sec. Let's talk about last few days in LA because they were awesome and I really enjoyed them the way that I wanted to. So I hiked Topanga. Topanga has been on my goal list to hike for so long. I went with my friend Sam. It's basically like an hour out of LA, maybe a little bit less. It's um, just around that Malibu-y kind of area. So I think it goes, Mal- it goes Santa Monica, then Malibu, and I think Topanga is somewhere around that kind of vibe. I'd seen all these amazing parts of Malibu on like not of Topanga, sorry, on Insta. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I was saying these to Sam and I was like, I really want to do these hikes. And um, so we just drove there without kind of like blind and we got there and we ended up doing this hike that we kind of didn't expect to be doing and it was different to all the photos but it was so beautiful and so awesome. It was kind of eerie actually because there was what looked like a lot of areas that had been burnt in fires and whatnot probably years before. I know Malibu is, like is quite prone to fires from my understanding. Uh, so it was kind of like eerie but it was beautiful and very different to any other LA hike that I'd done. We went to a lookout called Eagle Rock. I would totally recommend putting that on your hike list if you are heading to California anytime soon. And then after the hike we hiked for about two hours. Yeah, probably about two hours or so. I feel like we did about... 14,000 steps, so that would be about right. I'm a bit of a nerd. I like to do my 10,000 steps a day. And then afterwards on our way back into LA, we went via Air One Santa Monica, which I hadn't been to before. I'd been to the Abbot Kinney one in Venice, but I hadn't been to the Santa Monica one. And, of course, I'd been to the one near the Grove because that's like the – as far as I'm aware, that's the OG one. And then there was a local one in Silver Lake really close to me. 
And the Santa Monica one had this incredible salad bar and I got to try something that so many American, well, so many Aussies that have lived in America told me about and that was the gluten-free mac and cheese. Very, very good. And then I got this Brussels sprout, kind of like half-cooked, half-not salad, really nice. And then I got um, this avocado kale and white bean salad and what else did I get? Oh, I got, the, I don't know why I haven't written down, but I can remember that I got it. It was kelp noodles and it was a pad thai. That was probably the best. That was amazing. And then I got to have a drink. Um, I got turmeric golden milk as a drink, which was really nice. It wasn't thick like a smoothie. It was more like a cool latte kind of vibes. Oh, I don't know what that sound is. I'm in the middle. I'm saying in the middle of Sydney. That's probably why you can hear, tr- if you can hear trucks and whatnot outside. And then last, that was my second last day in LA. Last day in LA, I again was just like I want to do my local hike and I did. I got up early. I did my hike to Griffith Park Observatory, did that, loved it, did it all on my own and I just had fun, uh, you know, my last day. Of course, I went back to Air One and got my favourite vegan Mexican salad. I got, um, of course, some vegan gluten-free pumpkin pie because it's my favourite treat in the entire world. I got that delicious choc chip cookie, the gluten-free one, green juices for the flight, so I got them in advance. So I got the Just Greens and the Hardcore Drip. Um, greens. And then I bought this. I saved the thing for you. I don't know if you can hear it. It's called Mud Water. It's like a sachet. And I actually bought it for Boss. But then when I checked into hotel quarantine, I was like, I think I'm going to have it, Boss. So it's called a masala chai, black tea, ginger, cardamom, cloves, nutmeg, black pepper, cacao, lion's mane, cordyceps, chaga, reishi, cinnamon, turmeric, Himalayan salt. So I just had it with almond milk and heated it on the pan like you would a hot chocolate and it honestly, it tasted like mud. It was not good. You'd need to sweeten it. It And I didn't have any sweetener here and I've just got sachets of sugar which I didn't really want to use. So, yeah, I mean it was probably healthy. I couldn't finish it. I had about a third of it and I felt really bad because that was a present I bought back for the boss. Oh, and I've just spilt it, the remnants of it all over my notebook. How wonderful. I'm having a smell. It smells lovely and gingery, but it wasn't lovely and gingery. Righto. Um, the day before I left as well, I had acting school. I put a monologue up with a New York accent, which I totally effed up and failed on the first time I put it up. So it was really nice to have a second go of popping it up. And it was so much fun. It was uh, Rosie O'Donnell monologue. So she's got this, you know, very forward, direct New York accent. And my trigger phrase was the hair is long. It is flowing. It is like a river. Well, it's a fucking weave. Okay. It was kind of like, she spoke a lot like that was so much fun. I'm still such a novice of the, especially of the New York accent, but it was a lot of fun. And, I'd like to think, I hope my general American is going okay. I obviously haven't tried it for a few days since I've been in hotel quarantine in Australia. That said, I've just been booked to go on a podcast as a guest and they've asked if I'll do some of it in an American accent and I'm like, okay, cool, as like a bit of fun. Uh, I caught up with Jackie and Mo. So Jackie is my acting coach and Mo was my first scene partner but we've kind of become – little soul buds through 
drama school and we had um, a couple of vinos after class at Frankie's, which is kind of like the Ivana Chubbick school hangout and that was a lot of fun. Uh, right before acting class, I had to start prepping for my flight, so I went for my PCR test. So in America, your PCR test is just under $200. I asked to have a rapid test as well because I'm a bit OCD and just didn't want to be stressing about my results for 24 hours, which is how long it takes to get the PCR test. But a rapid test on top of that would have been 90 American dollars, and I was like, oh, this is going to end up costing like all up, you know, 350 400 bucks. I was like, no, 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 no. Um, I also had to do a travel declaration to get into Australia. That's changed. Uh, it's changed a lot um, because I had to declare what dates I'd had my vaccines on. So I think they're getting ready. I think this is just from my experience, I have no intel, but um, it seems like they're getting ready for when they allow home quarantine for vaccinated Australians. It kind of seems like that. Um, but my travel declaration got rejected like 30 times. So the day before I was flipping out that I wouldn't be able to get on the flight because my travel declaration wouldn't come through and at the very last minute I was able to get one, but it was so touch and go and there were a lot of sleepless nights uh, before I got to get on that flight. Righto, so the flight. I flew LA to San Fran. My bags were overweight. In America, when you travel, nothing can be over 50 pounds, which is like 22 kilos. In Australia, when you travel internationally, you've usually got 32 kilos. So I had like one big massive suitcase and my travel agent's like, um, switch it to two and just don't have them full. So I thought I was in the clear, but I think, you know, I bought a few Halloween goodies. I, uh, did a little bit of spot of shopping and so it just jacked my weight up a little bit. So I had to throw out a pair of amazing Adidas shoes at the airport. I was that person like scrambling and repacking and unpacking literally at the ticket section of United Airlines. So LA, flew LA and I think I was on a 4pm flight, flew to LA to San Fran which is like an hour, and then so I was there by 5 p.m. and then my international flight wasn't till 11 p.m. at night. So I just kind of cruised around, worked in the um, terminal. Interestingly, at both terminals you can get vaccinated. So there were vaccines at LAX and SFO, which I think is the San Francisco International Airport. I've never been to San Fran. I actually had wanted and planned to spend a few days in San Fran before my flight. But because there was such a high probability of being bumped and and flights were not going ahead last minute, my travel advisor, Lauren, was like, no, Lola, like um, let's just play it really safe and just get you on connecting flights and have you at the airport so that your chances of being bumped get decreased. So I've still not yet been to San Fran other than the airport. Uh, the flight from San Fran to Sydney had 17 people on it, exact same amount of flight flight attendants. I was in economy, I think I was row 32 and I got a whole row to myself so I was able to sleep laying down, ask for a few extra pillows and blankies and I actually fasted on the flight, which sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I just see how I'm feeling. But I was just really stressed and nervous about hotel quarantine and about the flight. I was like, just don't stress your body out anymore. And so I um, 
fasted on the flight, got off in Sydney, cleared customs, had to put all my suitcases through the Java, you know, where they um, scan it for stuff. And I'd bought boxes of pumpkin pie uh, quest bars, protein bars. And so they came up in the scanner, of course, didn't they? I was like, oh, so I uh, bought some protein bars. Do I need to, did I need to claim them? And they're like, no, 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 you didn't need to actually. I was like, great. Uh, and then you basically clear customs the way you normally would, but the airport is like ghost town. It's quite empty. And then uh, as you kind of exit or come out into what would be natural, you get to go out into real life, like you are standing outside and breathing real air. And then there's all military, so Navy and Army and then you've got the Australian Police Force or the New South Wales Police Force and the sergeant is like at the exit and he's calling all the shots and they're like, hey, what's your name? And you're like, Lauren Smith, that's my real name. And then they're like, are you travelling with anyone else? And you're like, yes or no, in my case, no. And they're like, right, go to that bus. And everyone kind of gets divided off and divvied up into buses and then depending on what bus you go on depends on where you end up and what hotel you end up. And so I think as I record this, I am day four. Oh, I've got a whiteboard. Yes, I am day four of hotel quarantine. So technically day one is zero. So you have to do 14 nights. So I won't get out of here technically till day 15. So I've tried to ignore that first day and so that it does feel like I leave on day 14. So I've ignored day one, day one and called it zero and then I've started counting from the next day. As soon as I got in, I ordered a treadmill. It's just under 300 bucks for the 14 days. And I've just set myself a little challenge of doing 10,000 steps a day. I just was like, ah, I want to do that. Uh, when I checked in, I was able to say I'm gluten intolerant. So I've had some, I've written down some of the good food. The day I checked in, Mexican burrito, quite good. Needed a bit of salt, in my opinion. Uh, the falafel wrap was lunch. That was really, really good. Dinner was like this roast lamb and veggies. It was a bit much for me. I couldn't finish it, but it was good. And then they'd given – what they do is they give you – you get your lunch at like 11.30, so I guess you can eat it whenever you want to have it, which is what got delivered right before I hit record here. And then they give you your – dinner at like three, but they also give you dinner and brekkie. So you can kind of get prepared. But little old Lola here, the first day one, I was like, I just want to try it all. So I was like having some of my brekkie at night because it was all like gluten-free toast and you get banana bread and chia puddings. And it's pretty good if you've got food intolerances. Like I feel like I've lucked out a bit here. I've also got windows that open. So I do have access to uh, fresh air. A few little hacks for anybody that is going to be needing to do hotel quarantine. I would say definitely get the treadmill. I've tagged them in all my Insta stories and I've done a highlight reel on hotel quarantine. I would highly recommend um, contacting them to get a treadmill. And then the other one is I, when I, right before I left, I went to a 99 cent store in LA and I got a whiteboard. <laughs> Sounds weird, but I love it. I get so excited every morning when I have my little coffee, I get my whiteboard out and I do all my goals. So for example, I'm just going to turn to face my whiteboard. So it, I'll bring the mic with me so it sounds good. Uh, so mine says day four, 10,000 steps, yoga, abs. Uh, I've got a podcast interview from 12 to 1 today, diary podcast, which is what you and I are doing right now. Nails, done them. Washing, done that. Uh, USA Manifesto. So, oh, I just nearly ate the mic. Um, 
that's just my goal book for America. I've already worked on that. I've got to do a write-up for one of the guests on the pod and we're changing podcast artwork and intro music so I've just got to start figuring out when that launches, emails and then I've got here to um, do my designer haul of the stuff I got on Rodeo Drive on Insta Stories. Let me know if you want it on here as well because I don't think I've done any of my designer haul. I, I used to be a fashion stylist so I love love, love, love fashion. So what else have I written here? Yeah, the flight wasn't confirmed till the day of. I was calling a hotline literally every single day. The Home Affairs Australia was really hard because my declaration into Australia wasn't approved originally. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my dear friend Jane, as soon as I arrived, had a care pack. Like she found out what hotel I was at the second I checked in and then delivered a care pack and it was just like fresh fruit and veggies. She'd boiled eggs for me in case I didn't have access to like a stove and just all really fresh, simple, clean ingredients that made me feel awesome. And then, oh, um, in hotel quarantine, I've been watching Animal Kingdom it's great, but I feel like the first few seasons were better. Tell me what you think. It's definitely shot all over LA because I can see the background of scenes. I'm like, that's that's Splash and Dash. That's where I wash my car in LA on sunset. So they must be definitely filmed that show on LA. I want to start clickbait next because I've heard it's like super binge worthy. So I think I'll start that tonight, but bring on any... Um, any quarantine thing, shows I should binge or movies. Also, uh, Bosco sent me an amazing care pack with all Lola coffee in it. And can you hear this? Yes, that is. I'm going to open it and smell it. This is the Hinterland hot chocolate. So it's an adaptogenic hot chocolate. Oh, my God, it's so good. So yummy. Um, It's got adaptogenic herbs in it and mushrooms. So it's got your ashwagandha in there, some reishi in there. Oh, it doesn't have reishi. Boss always says don't say it has reishi, Lollet. The original one had reishi, but we pulled it out. It's got sashandra, maca, ashwagandha, mesquite and monk fruit to sweeten. So no sugar as well. So yummy. I had some last night with almond milk. Bosco likes his with oat milk, um, but really good, really, really yummy. And um clean as anything. But yeah, I got to see it. I've never seen the packet because I've been in LA. So I've been getting sent like little glad Ziploc bags of hot chocolate samples to try. And so it's very nice to see that one come to life. And then um, the other thing, like oh, I want to open up my phone and because I did a Q&A box for quarantine. I got so many questions, but a lot of the questions are like, why are you in Australia? why are you here? And it's like, oh, okay. So a few things. First of all, I legally did everything perfect that I had to do, first of all, for the green card to activate it, which is very time sensitive. You only have a six-month window on your entry visa to activate your green card. And I'd worked on that for five years, but three years of kind of like thinking I'm going and not going and thinking I'm going and not going. Uh, And then coming back, I really wanted to be in Australia for the book. I did try to push it out to next year, but it was too late. It had already kind of like gone out to everyone. It needed to like all the pre-orders and big bookstores and whatnot. And so that's why I decided I wanted to try really hard to come home for that 
book tour and book launch. Who knows how the tour will look because we're obviously living in a bit of a post-pandemic world. But I'd like to do COVID-friendly events. I'd love to do like outdoor yogs or something really fun or a little outdoor evening event. Um, But it will completely depend on what the rules are and whatnot. But if you're new to the book, the book is called Fearlessly Failing, just like this podcast. And it's kind of like half memoir, half personal development. I'm going to do as the book gets closer to being released, it's officially on sale November 1st. But if you're cheeky and check out bookstores a little bit before that, I reckon you might see it in store. But the date I've been told to say is the 1st of November. And um, yeah, I'm so pumped. I'm so, so pumped. So yeah, it's like there's chapters on heartbreak, fear, failure, success. And one of my favorite chapters is human behavior, all the stuff that I've learned at acting school. So yeah, very, yeah, I'm so wrapped with it. I'm so happy and proud of it. And I feel very, very, very lucky to be bringing it out, to be honest. So that's why I'm here. And of course, to see Bossachengo, the love, you know. So as soon as I'm out of hotel quarantine, I think Sydney will still be in lockdown, in which case I think legally I just have to go straight to the airport, do not pass go, do not collect $200, straight to the airport and get on a plane. And then I think I have to do another COVID test within 48 hours and then I'll have to wait for New South Wales regional and city to open before I can start coming to Sydney for book stuff. There you go. There is my update. Okay, so I'm just going to grab my phone And I just thought I might go through some of the questions because it was so interesting how many questions I got about hotel quarantine. Let's make sure. So heaps of questions about the food. I was, oh, should I show you? Let me just quickly show you the food. Stay there one sec, oh, because I put it in the fridge because it's a pokey bowl. One sec. One sec, one sec, one sec. Okay. Okay. I'm back. So right as I hit record for this, I got a delivery for lunch. So I was like, I'll save and talk to you about it. So remember, everything I get is gluten-free. These are Intari tofu bites, gluten-free, dairy-free. I do not know what that means. They look like little samosas. Uh, I got a pear... Yum. I love pears, especially when then this one feels really crunchy. I love a crunchy. Looks like a pakenham, guys. Looks like a pakenham pear. And then this, a chicken pokey bowl. It looks really fresh and clean and yummy. And it's got like um, radish, grated. It's definitely got chicken in it, but it's got grated carrot. It's got those edamame beans. It's got cucumber and it looks really, really good. So there's some really fresh um, lunch options too. And dinner, like all of it's been pretty good and they get it all catered offsite, I think. But yeah, so let me do a few of the questions that came up in the quarantine. What are you doing to pass the time? P.S. You look very happy. So trying to do my thousand steps, trying to do a bit of yogs and podcasts. So I've booked, I think, 11 podcasts for the 14 days at, to go on as a guest and talk about the book which is cool. And I think I want to get one when the boss interviews me about hotel quarantine. I think that'd be cool. Do they do housekeeping, fresh sheets, et cetera, at any point? 
No, I don't think so. No one can come in and no one can go out. Um, do you get to pick the food? No, you don't. But again, like when I specified gluten-free, like at the start, that meant that I knew everything would be gluten-free. Cool. How easy is it to get things delivered to you like a treadmill? Very. You just got to make sure you've got your room number and your full name. If anyone wants to know mine, you just let me know. Um, uh, questions about the vaccine, just like did I, how did I feel about getting Pfizer? I got a headache on the second one for about three days. Are you restricted with heating, cooling, ventilation? I have opening windows, so I'm very, very lucky. Um, <laughs> uh, people asking what day. Did I get jet lag? I don't think so, although I was up at five today. But I think you get worse jet lag. Oh, I got worse jet lag going across to America than I did coming back. Uh, heaps about the fresh air. Someone said, like, do you get a discount because it's a long stay? It's it's government mandated. It's $3,000 for everyone as far as I'm aware, which I haven't paid yet. I think you get a bill at the end. And lots of questions about the treadmill. Do you have to quarantine when you go back to LA? Technically, no, but I think they have like a – LA County website where they rec- – when I got there, they recommended you isolate for seven days, which I did actually other than getting food and um, the vaccine. I pretty much isolated and just hiked and stayed really low profile. I did that actually until I was double vaxxed and that was seven days. I think that's now changed to three. Um, when do you return to the States – do you have to quarantine when you come back? I imagine I may not need a quarantine by then because they're kind of like coping quite well with it, I think. Um, I'm planning on going back to the States early next year, so Feb, March, depending on flights and availabilities. Uh, what does flying out look like for you considering that, letting people leave Australia? Oh, it's not till next year, so I don't think I need to worry. Also, when you're a green card holder, you are a permanent American resident. I hope this is interesting for you. I'm just reading questions. Just bought my first Lola coffee, making small changes in my life as I turn 40 in two weeks. Lola coffee is delish. We have lion's mane in it. It is very good for your brain. Lots of questions about the food. I think people just want to know about the food. What are your dreams for LA? And I've just, I remember I answered this. It's just for me, I really, and I'd be embarrassed before I went to be like I'm an actor and a TV host because I haven't had any acting gigs yet. And so, but now that I come back, I feel so com- comfortable to be like, hey, my name's Lola, I'm an actor and TV host it's okay that I can't get work in Australia. Like I've auditioned for so many pilots to host TV shows and they just don't get greenlit or I don't get booked for whatever reason. But that doesn't mean I still can't call myself that. And so, yeah, it's kind of been quite nice to be like, hey, I'm an actor, I'm a TV host and that's my passion and that's my dream and I'm going to chase it, you know. Heaps of food questions. Do you have to pay for, did you have to pay for the three flights that you didn't end up getting? So yes, but I've applied for refunds since I've 
back on Australian soil, but you still lose a lot to tax. Uh did you ever get COVID in America? No, I didn't, but I want to be honest with you, I isolated a fair bit. So I really wanted to go to Universal Studios, to Harry Potter World and Disneyland, but I just, when Delta kind of like kicked off, that's when the mask mandate came back in for LA County. And to be honest, I was like, I'm all alone. Like, I don't really want to contract COVID on my own and struggle, um, many more than I have to. So the only group thing I ever continued to do was acting class and we were totally masked and social distance every class. The only time you pull your mask off is to do your scene and the second you're getting notes, your mask goes back on. So I felt pretty safe there and they had a really cool ventilation system and whatnot in place and really strict rules like you had to show your vaccine ID to get in, you had to get your temperature checked. It was really good I, I and, and like at every entrance of school there'd be hand sanitizers. So that was the only thing that I kept doing that was group and everything else. I just pretty much would just do one-on-one hikes with friends and whatnot. I didn't do any of the big group things where I would have been more exposed to COVID-19. So that's probably worked in my favour and as well um, being fully vaccinated too. So, yeah, this is a little um, a little check-in. I bought out here my snacks I packed from America. So I bought a box of this brand. It's maple waffle flavour. Quest bar, 20 grams of protein, 5 grams of net carbs, 1 gram of sugar, 16 grams of fiber. It's quite yummy. There's like oozy maple bits in it. I still think the best is pumpkin pie. So good. And then Boss has sent me Smart Bars, which are my favorite bars in Australia. So now I'll start rotating them so that I can make the pumpkin pie last. So there you have it. There's my week, uh, I don't even know. This is week nine. We're going to make this week 19. LA diary, even though it's also the flight home. And then um, your next Friday will be will be um, another like diary, but it'll be all quarantine. So I'll be able to tell you how I'm going, if I'm getting cabin fever, if I'm doing okay. I mean, day four right now, I'm feeling pretty good. By the time this comes out, it'll be uh, day five tomorrow. And what you had Sam Kennedy on the podcast Monday. I hope you love that app. He's an amazing producer and creative director and so inspiring and really kind of like revels in failure, which I loved. Uh, and then I think Monday's app is going to be Sam Webb, who's one of the founders of Livin an amazing not-for-profit organisation all about kind of like eradicating everyone's perception of mental health. Really, really cool, honest chat. Sam Webb is also an Aussie actor living in Los Angeles. So we recorded that in my little Los Feliz home. Mega love, everybody. Thank you so, so much for all the support around the book, around Lola Coffee, around just checking in on me while I'm in hotel quarantine. I feel very lucky to be sharing this with you and having a gang of people I get to check in with. So thank you so, so much. I feel very, very loved. Bye.